Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode 36, season two. Kevin, this is what? Episode like 88 in general? Yeah. You were almost to episode 100. That'll be the episode right before the brawl. If we do, if I'm doing the math out right. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be fantastic. All right. So tonight we have the pleasure of having our former sport management professor, the infamous Dr. Jones. Doc, say hello. Hey, guys. I don't know how I got talked into being on a podcast with former students who have the microphone. So I think I'm in trouble. I think I am in trouble. Doc, you were the one that asked when I said, would you like to join us? You were like, I was wondering when you'd ask. (laughs) So, um, listen, I I, I felt a little left out here, you know, a little unappreciated. You guys been (laughs) making noise. You guys been making noise coast to coast. I think you're going to be. Uh, getting uh, what's his name uh, a little bit of trouble. Remember, you were after him though. Uh, who you know who has this talk show now? W. Oh, Pat. Pat yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, he was one of my former students. Oh, that's you've got. Was he story. really? There's got to be oh, stories yeah. to him. Oh my goodness gracious! Listen to me. Listen to me. Of course, he's from the Pennsylvania kid. Yeah, he was. He was skinny, kind of a nerdy like. You know what I mean? He he sat in the back of the classroom and guess what he did the whole period? Draw. Exactly. How did you know he would doodle? He because would doodle. um there's two students that used to do the exact same thing right here in front of you. No, no, no. Oh, I no, did not draw. No. Merritt no. definitely draw. I oh I you didn't were... in class. Or I came late. Hundred percent came late. <laughs> they were have to save you a seat in I the came corner. Late, yes, because I would, you know. It'd be me, Eric, Leland, and then all of a sudden we're like, all right, we're going to save this one seat way in the corner for Kevin, and Kevin will show up 10 minutes late and then rifle through everybody, and Doc won't even notice that Kevin's late because he can't see over everybody. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, but but really, for McAfee's credit, he was one of the smartest kids, but he was Mm -hmm. also what I – he had that – that he was unflappable. Uh, you know what I mean? Nothing bothered him when when he uh, was in a tough situation. He just exerted cool, calm. You never was able to rattle him. And I think that really translated a lot because of his being a kicker and his ability to be able to overcome stress and adversity and challenges that might sometimes get other people, mm-hmm. you know, um, frustrated or, or lose their cool. And he was able to, man, he was really, really kind of, a, you know, uh, you know what I call a, you know he he was a unique person to, to say the least. You know what I mean? Unique, yeah. Unique is a very <laughs> he, was, he was a very unique person. Good way to put that one. Yeah, yeah. But but I I loved him and, and enjoyed having him in class. I'm so glad for his success now and continue to wish him well. You know. That's that's our goal, Doc, is to get to that level. Will it ever happen? Well, we don't know, but it, that's our goal. I would even well, love to even be on his show. That would oh be a God. dream. Well, you know, I, I don't. I'm sure that's not that hard to do. You know, we just make a couple of calls and say, "Hey, Pat, got a couple of special guests for you," and you know, just, let let him get get you guys on for five minutes or so. You know, a short yeah, amount of we'll, time. We'll throw your name out there, Doc, and that that'll probably get it going. Well, hey, you know, I I don't think that'll that'll <laughs> work, but you know, you we can we can give it a try. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get at this point, right? Absolutely. Why am I watching oh, that? I don't want to watch baseball. You know, the uh, the road road to success 
is filled with many challenges, opportunities, and uh, oh. You're telling me, Doc. I've been t- 10 years removed from college, and it's up and down all over the place. I, are, are we allowed to talk about you and your... And, we, we will. Wait, what? what okay. About what? Your new baby on the way. I mean, have oh, you of course. That with yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so... I'll, I'll say that now because Doc just mentioned it. Um, if you guys haven't seen the post that Kevin put out there, that I put out there, that my wife put out there, we are expecting our first uh, child December of this year. Um, Amazing. We are Amazing. having a baby boy. So there will be another Merritt Peasley in the world. Everyone, you're screwed. I'm just, <laughs> you're screwed. Like, it's my son. It's gonna be lots of trouble coming. Oh, well, dude, you know how hard it is to have like a family name and then try to figure out a middle name that works with that family name. <laughs> it's impossible. We've been wrapping our heads around trying to figure out a middle name for our son since we knew we were pregnant. We're like, all right, well, this, this is what we want to do here. We got the girl's name, easy, easy. Boy's name, Merritt something peasley so if you all want to have like suggestions and comments just throw it underneath the instagram post throw it on the like in the uh comments for all the the podcast and the youtube page see what we come up with i i will throw it out to the to the ethers at this point but but i have the best uh name you could choose oh it's, no oh yes it's, it i think it would be perfect and we could have it uh, just call it, you know, it's MLP, Merritt Lee Easley. Ooh, Lee. Yes. Oh, yes. that's Merit that's Lee. good. I kind of like Ooh, man. That's actually I, really good. I might throw that one at the wife, Doc. I might yeah, throw that at her and see what she says. But you know, you know what you should do? This is how you do this to get women to kind of agree with you. Of oh, course, boy. I, don't, I don't, I know. I don't want this to be a sexist comment, but. This is going to be Doc's you, love advice, everybody. Now, listen to me. You say, make the middle name first, Leon. Leon, and then she'll look at that and say, oh, no, Leon's not going. Well, how about Lee? Oh, yeah, that's better. You know what I mean? So go go to the length of, of getting her a little off her game and then come back with the it. soft touch. You know I, mean? I would even take Merritt Leon Peasley. That would, that, that, I would take that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, really? I'm dying. I'm dying. My, I'm going to make my wife listen to the, just this portion of the episode and see what she oh, says. Um, I'm, 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 I've seen her on some of your posts. She looks to me like you married up. I'm telling you. Oh, I did. Oh, 100% married up. I am a <laughs> fool. Like, how did I get lucky enough? Like, I, seriously. And what I think is so funny about that is that, you know, we know that, you know, you are this macho kind of guy. You've got to wear a beard. You, you're, you're out here in the in the wild and woolies doing outdoor stuff. You know what I mean? So you, you probably were able to, uh, you know, catch her at a weak moment. You know what I mean? Probably. I, I must have been because there's no way she would have said yes to me in general. Let's just, mm-hmm. let's be honest. My, we're talking to one of my best friends about being married and stuff. And we, we looked at our wives and we both went, you guys would have hated us in college. And they both looked at each other, <laughs> smiled, started laughing and said, yeah, you guys sounded like you were kind of assholes. And I was like, yeah. we're, not even talking, uh, we're not even talking about how bad you treated your favorite professor. I mean, you all gave me a hard time. 
Oh, we'll oh, get there. Don't worry. We will 100% <laughs> get there, Doc. Oh, my Doc. gosh. So let's, we'll keep going along with the normal episode here. Uh, weekly sports update, NBA Finals. Like, Well, I got Steve Harvey on behind me now. Um, but NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight. Nuggets looking to clinch it, which I hope they do. Um, I haven't watched the game. So, Kevin, it's up to you. I literally haven't watched a single game of this Finals. I mean, I think they should clinch it tonight. They're just too dominant. The Nuggets are too dominant right now with who they have. I mean, unless Jimmy Butler all of a sudden becomes Jimmy Buckets again and he gets help from his teammates, that's really going to be the only way that they win. But they're going to be in Denver. They're going to be fired up. Mm -hmm. They're going to be excited. It's going to take a lot. Struce has looked, from what I've read, has been like, has can't hit the broadside of a barn, can't hit the ocean, like can't hit anything at this point. Yeah, they haven't had their bench the way that the bench showed up in the previous series. The bench hasn't shown up in this one at all. So I'm just really hoping that the Nuggets just kind of finish this off. The Joker, we can celebrate his first ring and finally give the Nuggets a little bit of damn respect because it's always been, oh, but the other team this, oh, but the other team that. The Nuggets need to get their respect that they deserve because they've earned the right for it. If they win this championship, they've earned it. Totally and one agree. of your and one of your favorite uh, former students is in their office. Works in their uh, oh, office. Uh, Johnny. No, no, she played uh, volleyball at WVU. Was uh, had uh, the highest, still has a record, I think, with the highest number of spikes of any player. Who in history? I went to a game uh, last year. As a matter of fact, she got us tickets. Me and my brother-in-law had a great time. For the is it for the Nuggets? Yes, Denver Nuggets. And what's she do for them? Well, she really is uh, one of their uh, inside sales, but she does a lot of the more uh, executive administrative support for the uh, the staff. Oh, um, I can I find guess. this information out. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'm not going to tell you her name. You should know. You know it all. Your your peers and former classmates. Did are she graduate with us? Uh, she graduated probably right around the time that you graduated. Yes, she did. You, Ten you, years you, ago? Oh no, you know she was young. She's younger than you all. She's okay, younger. so we she, won't know her. <laughs> we probably. Oh, yes, but but you keep. Was up she, with were we there? Our, well, you went to all the volleyball games, didn't you? I went to like two. I, mean, I went to a couple. I, I went to like two and I hung up, like went and chilled with Steph afterwards and some of the other girls from the volleyball team that I knew. But okay, that was like okay. our, that was our sophomore, no, our junior year. Our, yeah, this our is under the new coach. Year. Yeah, new coach. Morgan Montgomery. Morgan Montgomery. Morgan Montgomery. I yes. feel like, let me see. Oh, you had to know her. She literally you type in Morgan and start typing Montgomery. The first thing that comes up is Denver Nuggets. Yep. Yep. She's there. Yeah, she's really a sharp professional. And she's been there, I think, only three years now, and she's really moving up quickly. She's gonna be a an executive in the C suites before the next five years are up, I I I I believe. That's amazing. It's hard it's hard to 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 move up in that NBA world, it's tough. I yeah, give her a lot of kudos. Really... Yeah, Doc, I don't know her. She literally, Doc. What? 
You, you're telling us we should know this girl. I'm right? looking at her LinkedIn right now. Me too. She, she did not go to West Virginia until we were both out of school. She started well, in 2014. Well, don't you guys keep up with no. your fa- famous graduates, alumni? Come on. We're I keep up with my alumni lot. class. Yeah, I try to keep up with my alumni class too. You should be catching all those and getting them in your LinkedIn. Because think about it. You'd love to be able to maybe next week have her come on the show and talk about the experience of being the female WVU grad who's getting a you know championship ring. That would be really nice. So Jeez. that's my advice to you. We're Go gonna have there. to pay Doc for stuff and I have to pay my wife for stuff. Like Yep. These suggestions. The setting of times for us. We're gonna be we're gonna <laughs> move it on up the ladder. It's called here. layups, Kevin. Layups. Yes. Um, I think she's she'd be great too. She got a great sense of humor and she's really fun to be around. So yeah, cool. give her uh hit yeah. her up next week and I'll uh, connect I'll, I'll connect with her on LinkedIn and be like, Hey, Doc Jones told me to reach out to you. All right. I've already sent the invite. Did you? Uh, did you connect. Pl- please put a note in there saying please connect with me because I because Doc Jones told me to. <laughs> See, I'm going to get you on Pat Math- McAfee show. If I'll you get you that, like, if you get us the the Patty Mac show, Doc. I don't oh know what I would goodness. do. I don't know what I would do either. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh. All right, let's keep going. NHL finals, the Las Vegas. Uh, Golden Knights are up 3-1 on the Florida Panthers. It seems like both Florida teams could lose tonight and tomorrow night. Honestly, it'd be kind of cool to see the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup because they've gone two out of their four. I think this is only year four or five that they've actually been a part of the NHL. Mm -hmm. So they've gone twice and they win it it once. That's pretty dang cool. Um, Then we got the news from the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins visited the Titans last night, yesterday, left today, but apparently they left on good terms. No contract, thank God, because he's going to the Patriots at some point this week. And we keep dumping people left and right to make more salary caps. So fingers are crossed for the Patriots to sign DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, now you know who is with the um, Florida Panthers in their you know, executive level, who's a W grad. What the hell? How does Doc know all this? Because they're my former students. I have, believe it or not, I have a Florida Panthers backpack that he sent to me. Actually, I'm not surprised by by that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, he was with with Army. He was with Maryland. He's really gotten around. And he came to speak. He was on my uh, my Zoom room, and he's really such a great, great guy, you know. What? Not oh my goodness! The the zoom. You're zoom not going to say his name again, huh? You're not going to tell us his name. No, I'm not. The oh, zoom okay, room. Okay. The zoom room is if it was, you had many in that zoom I know, room. I know. I yeah, know. Legends. Had... That's why I'm honored that I was a legend to be a part of that zoom room as well. Right, but he's he's a great great guy. He'll he'll come on your your. Uh, podcast as well he's oh, a that'd great, be great. you know you know yeah. it's the best way to find out who he is is you telling us his name oh my goodness see i'm doing your work for you <laughs> yeah doc look, i had to do a lot of papers for you look, this is payback hey this boy, is listen retribution to me. You, listen to me <laughs> what did those papers y'all did one paper you pass it around 
and everybody turned it in at I, different times. I do have a story about that. I will tell you later, so you don't try to yell at me now. But I will pass. I will tell you a story about that later. Um, <laughs> His name is Jobin. Jobin. Look it up. Yeah. What? It was the Florida Panthers. Brandon. Maybe. Yeah, Brandon uh, yeah. Jobin. Brandon oh, Jobin. I, yeah, I know Brandon. See, guys, I'm telling you all this good information. You don't even know. You have him on your show the week after next. I'm pretty sure. About how's it feel to get? I don't uh, know if I. I don't know if I know this guy. I'm not going. Yeah, I know him. him. You do? Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. He graduated with me. All right, all right. Well, so man, you got, you got the you got the in on that one. So he was a very he was very quiet, very nice right. though. I'll go ahead and follow him too. So there that just. Yeah. Keeping me in the loop. Yeah, yeah. I was in, uh, I was, I was in the airport in Toronto, and all, all my luggage got lost except my Florida Panthers uh, backpack. So I was happy to get that. Oh my gosh! They're, they're up in Toronto, going, "What is this? This is not blue or white. We don't want this." <laughs> Ew! Give it back to him. Yeah, well, I got it. My luggage came about three days later. Oh, well, at least you got it, right? Um. Kevin, I did call this again. The Celtics signing. I've called two Celtics signings, and it's both been coaches. Celtics have signed Charles Lee as their head assistant coach under Joe Mazzula. Doc, another W graduate right there. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Huge help. He's got, what, nine years of coaching experience, all with Bootenholder in Atlanta and then with the Bucs. he became the head assistant in the Buck in Milwaukee last year after whoever left to take oh um Harmon, the the LA coach Kevin LA which one the, the Lakers the Lakers uh Darvin Ham Darvin Ham yeah Darvin Ham was the head uh assistant coach at the Bucks and then he left went to Lakers Charles Lee stepped in as the head assistant he is now the head assistant in um Boston and Doc has left his camera sad um oh he's, he's back. back now he's just a mute oh um so there's that and then kevin i'm gonna let this one be you because you love this player more than probably any nba player WNBA player are out there so i mean this player yesterday uh, had her jersey retirement over in seattle sue bird probably one of the best to ever do it 21 years in the WNBA. Uh, I mean, I followed her all the way since her UConn days. Not going to lie. I would have went to UConn if I could have got in because I love the Sue Bird that much and the women's team. Uh, but, you know, yesterday they retired her jersey. They had, I'm not going to lie, they had, the Storm had a rough game that day. And they almost made it competitive. They almost came back and won. But the Mystics ended up beating them at the end. But that still didn't deter from having a great uh, ceremony for Sue Bird. They pretty much laid out the, well, they did a green carpet, but essentially the red carpet for Sue. They When she came in, they 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 somebody painted her a huge mural mm-hmm. in the city of Seattle. They Every one of the sports teams there <laughs> lit up their arena in green the night before to let didn't to prepare. They, didn't they do something on the Space Needle too? Yep, they lit it up green and then okay. they put up her banner that's what 10, I yeah the banner uh, okay up, up at the space infamous space needle uh it was a sold out uh packed arena at the whatever their arena is called the climate park something arena savings energy arena let's just call it the Amazon Prime arena 
Let's be honest. It's oh, like how it got there. <laughs> but uh, shout out to the storm for doing the great things for her. She deserved it. Hell of a career. And we'll see what she does next. Sue Bird. Shout out to Sue Bird out here. I did like her her suit. That all green suit. That was dope. So let's talk about the impact that she and a lot of those other WNBA players have made on the marketing, the salaries, the salaries, the interest, Mm -hmm. the entertainment factor. They really enhanced the quality of the game to the point that uh, they're going to sign probably one of the more richer deals when their league contract comes up again. And I think it'll reflect in more pay for the players Mm -hmm. right now. I'm watching them uh, come on uh, TV on TNT and uh, other not necessarily sport channels. Mm-hmm. This is this is interesting, and I know we talked about this when we're you're in my class. How the NBA has as I, held down. As I just texted yeah. Kevin saying it's class all over again. Well, the, uh, don't say that. How the how the NBA held has held the WNBA down for so long. You know, artificially, you know, uh, manipulate manipulated their salaries has uh, forced them to play in the summer and restricted a lot of their commercial ventures, particularly in in, in TV deals and things that they don't want to compete against. But the women are really starting to gain traction with the entertainment value. They're starting to really have uh, their game targeted by a lot of younger fans who have a lot of interest. And uh, you're going to see. I think the biggest thing is now the social media aspect for it. Let's be honest. Like when we were kids, Kevin and I still understood what basketball was, but the WNBA was was what eight teams. It's still not many teams. It's still slowly expanding. They're looking to expand to more cities. But look at all the college stars that we have now, and look at how they've translated into the WNBA and they're not even all there yet. But here's the thing though, that the WNBA needs to fix. They need to figure out a way to get more players in the league. I don't know if you guys saw like three quarters of the first round draft picks this year. Didn't, didn't make their league squad because they, which is because, and that's a problem because then how do you develop new stars? They don't have the room. So the WNBA needs to figure out a way to get some more pay. They got to make more money. And then we just the key. I think that just needs more eyes on the product. So they, like they are the good thing for them is the signing with the the NBA to be more exclusive and get more out there and more branding at NBA games as well as branding on ESPN on TNT like Doc mentioned. All these other networks is huge, um, but they need to expand. That's hands down. They have to. Because well, you're losing they, too many good girls across overseas, because they play all well, year round. But they need to play during basketball season. They need to play during basketball season. If they played during basketball season, they would just absolutely rock the place. The other thing too, you notice that some of these girls in college are making more than the WNBA players. The oh, NIL, can you imagine the NIL? Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah, hey, yes. the two girls down at LSU three girls down at LSU, I think bring in over $10 million total. Like, that's something. Isn't that something? That's crazy. And they go to the WNBA and they're like, oh, it's it's like crumbs. So they're going to stay in school. Yeah. What? Exactly. Well, the well, WNBA, they, they stay. I think they have to stay in school. 
I don't think they can come out early. They can I don't come think... out early. They absolutely can come out uh, early. I'm no, they can I come don't... out by at least they're like junior similar year? to NFL by junior, junior year. Junior. They can absolutely come out early. They've I had just, a couple. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's just one of those things where you don't see it that much. You usually see them as all seniors that graduate and then they go. Yeah, the uh, the girl from uh, um, South Carolina, she came out early last year. She's in 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 the NBA mm. WNBA this year. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of her name, but she came out. But but I really think that what the WNBA needs, but they're never going to get, they need a divorce from the NBA. They do not need to be a little sister to the NBA. Go your own way. Have a whole different, you know, franchise deal with some TV network or some, you know, just like you said with Amazon or some big, deep pocketed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, enterprise, and let them chart their own way, play when they want to. Expand the number of teams, make deals problem. with the cities, make deals the, with the, the problem. The problem that you have with trying to have everyone play at the same time, like during the basketball season, is a lot of the WNBA teams, minus I want to say the Suns and, and the Aces, and the Aces all play in NBA or hockey arenas. The Seattle um, Storm play where the uh, Seattle Kraken play. So you have to balance that schedule. If you look at the Phoenix Mercury, they have to balance between the Suns. You know, it's Brooklyn, the the girl, the the Liberty would have to play go with the Nets schedule. So you're still having these headaches of trying to figure that out. The three of us will never figure it out because that's not our job. Thank God, because that would just be a nightmare. Um, I can't wait. Kevin and I are actually going to a game in like just over three weeks. Yep, so, we're gonna see the Liberty play. I actually th- believe it is the Storm. I think uh, it is. Yeah, they're gonna play the Storm on a Saturday, July eighth. Really, really excited to see that one. Yeah, for, for our we out here se- segment of the Woo! podcast. Another edition. Finally, it's been a while. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So let's go to the West Virginia news. Um. Main focus is football. Uh, baseball is over. Everything for West Virginia sports is done with at this point. Basketball is back in practicing, uh, which is good. But football signed two edge rushers over the weekend and an offensive lineman, but I can't couldn't find his name. Now you um, mean you mean sign or commit? Uh sign. That's what I saw. It said sign. Because they can sign they, early. They can't sign early. They can sign and it, it's called sign with but they just like basically saying that that's where they're going to go. There's not, it's not their national letter of intent. It's just, I'm signing to say, this is where I'm going unless something changes over the next six months. But wait, then then what's the difference between that and then national signing, national signing days when you're actually committing to the school. I don't know about that, sir. That's how it kind of came across when I was reading everything. Cause it's every article said signed. Let me see. Let me see this. Hold on. So, as Kevin's looking this up, we the West Virginia football Thanks. sign star edge rusher Elijah Kinsler in the for the twenty twenty four class, who was also going to go to Pitt. So we stole him from Pitt. So I'll take that. I I like that idea. Uh, and then we also signed four star edge rusher Abina Anwuka. I definitely butchered that name. Oh my god. I'm so sorry if you ever hear this podcast, Sarah, because that was horrible. So I do apologize. 
Um, but we signed those two for the class of 2024, which is good because our defense is god awful. So um, I'm looking at this merit from W Sport W Sports Now 2024 edge rusher Elijah Kinsler committed. Oh, the thing the three articles I saw said signed. Well, they screwing up out here. Well, then they suck. Yeah. Yeah, he go, he's from Oradell, Oradell, New Jersey, in which he attends Bergen Catholic, a huge football school here in the state of New Jersey. Uh, and he is uh, committed to the Mountaineers for this year, if he stays, hopefully. 6'4", 250-pounder defensive end. Uh, he had 10 offers on the table. Yeah. A bunch of... There are a bunch of like mid-level teams. The main ones that were on there was Miami, Florida, Pitt, Purdue, Louisville, Syracuse, and Toledo. Oh, and Rutgers and Cincy, too. I saw that Pitt win West Virginia were his top two. I love that. Thank God. And then the biggest thing that I put on here right before I jumped on was, if you want tickets to the West Virginia Pitt game, the backyard brawl, you got to go through the secondary market. There's no way to get them unless you buy a mini pack from WU Sports. You cannot buy the single game tickets for that one. I already looked. And think about this, guys. This is almost a role reversal because Pitt was one of the earlier schools that had this uh, practice because they couldn't sell very many games. They would have a, a big marquee game that would sell out and then the next game they had 10 or 15,000 fans. So West Virginia, who's interested right now among the fans in football, has weighed quite a bit. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of people that are really standing on their toes in anticipation of the football season, which I don't know why, because I think West Virginia is going to have an excellent year. I think they're going to really have a bust-out year, and and I'm looking forward to uh, them really taking command in the Big 12. Look at, but, look at Doc with a mic drop moment right there. Because honestly, Doc, if you've listened to us talk. Merritt has no faith in the football team, Doc. I, I have, Merritt has don't absolutely even start. no faith. You are in the no, no. same boat. Don't, I am not as bad as you. I try to have at least somewhat of a half-class full mentality. Okay, but for the past, what, three, four weeks, we've said if we lose to Pitt, who is fired? And you have 100% agreed. Which I, I, I do agree I, with. That's that. what I said. I think that we're going to be mid-level at best this year. I don't think we're going to be god awful, but I think we're going to be in the middle tier. We're not we're not top tier right now in the Big 12. I think we need a new coach well, and a couple of different changes to do that. Well, but. I don't I don't think so. I think if you really look at it, guys, what makes a good team? A lot good of players. people understand exactly talent so if you have the talent, you can win. But but one of the things that has really gotten me to be more keenly aware of the potential of the Mountaineers this year is what happened at the end of last year. They went on a winning streak, and that winning streak really solidified a lot of their passion and commitment to the coach, to the fan base, and to the players. And so these guys are playing for pride. They're playing for their coach. They're playing because they love WVU. And I'm convinced that that means a lot, particularly when you play in the Big 12 where you're traveling, you know, two or three time zones every weekend 
You, mm. you, we have thir- Thursday night games. You know, we have uh, a pretty. I hope they get rid of the Thursday rough, night games. Yeah, they're, they're not going to. They're going to have games on every night of the week if we don't watch out. However, I'm convinced, guys, mark my word for it, WVU is going to make some noise in the Big 12 this year. They have two quarterbacks that are just as dynamic. And the other thing, too, that they're going to do, you're going to see them try to do run a very a spread offense where they do a lot of play action, a lot of, um, you know, uh, quarterback option kind of Doc, play. have you been at practices or do you have, like, inside scoops? Like, I have been looking at this from the standpoint of, who are they hiring to uh, coach? They're bringing back some of the West Virginia Mountaineers who played during the times when we had some of those quarterbacks who were pretty mobile, and they had a pretty spread offense. In the Big 12, a lot of it is just, you know, we're going to you know, protect the passer, you know, pass about 50 times a game and run when we have oh, to. We're, we're, we're not going to be a passing team. We have a three-headed monster in the backfield with Donaldson back there. We lost Mathis, but we had the two freshmen that showed up during the OK State game. Yeah, we we're not passing the ball. We're running. It'll be very seldom if we pass it. But the thing is, they keep talking about this tight end from LSU, six seven, that yeah, they good, want to try to expose and like he's a he's hell a of good a blocking pass. tight end too. Yeah, he's, he's a good. blocker, a good pass catcher. So if they can some way how utilize him properly and get him open and he does what everybody says that he is, then I, just, I mean, I, I'm with Doc. And then hey, but you at know the same what? time, we have a great, we have a great offensive line. We haven't even talked about the offensive line. Oh, that's going to be the offensive line is probably one of our best, like that's our strength. Points that right is our, now, which we haven't had in a strength. long time. And then um, Pat McAfee, let's throw it back to him real quick. He literally said, Garrett green is the truth. On his podcast, he said that he is going to ball out and be the player that we need. I think watching him near down the stretch, I liked him more than I liked. Yeah, I already forgot his name from last year. No, 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 no. I love Nico. I think Nico. Oh, you're talking about JT Daniels. Yeah, that guy. He was he was good for like three games and then fell apart. Um, but but I I did. But we we didn't know is that he actually got hurt in the beginning of the season, which ended up during the pick his downfall. Yeah, he got hurt in the pit game, and then he never fully, fully, fully recovered. Which is yeah. is he still is he still with the team? No, he left. He's in. He, it's a somewhere in Texas. It's a school in Texas, like you. Yeah, Rice. Right there, you go. Rice. He went to Rice. So he left. But, but I think that uh, I think we'll have eight wins and a bowl. Oh, wow. And a, good, and a good bowl. Do we win the bowl game or do we lose? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think we'll. I think we'll win the bowl game. Okay. I would love a win for a bowl game. Not we, gonna lie, we haven't I'll really won right. many bowl games lately, so it'd be nice to win one. Yeah, yeah it might not be a New Year's Six, but it, I think it'll be a high quality bowl that that will hey, reflect uh, whether it's the Cheez It Bowl, Alamo Bowl, the Pinstripe Bowl, wherever. I will take any bowl win just so we can say we are a bowl win champion. Kevin, now, if it's come a pinstripe bowl, we'll go because it's literally like an hour from both of us. You guys, oh. guys, come on, come on now. We don't want to go to the bottom. Let's at least go to the mid to the high part. You know what I mean? I, I hear we're you. Not, we got to start somewhere, we're not though. Desperate, but we're not desperate. We're not desperate. Mountaineers, <laughs> we're not desperate. I, oh, I, I, think we'll, I, think we'll, I think we'll do fine. All right, well, let's, 
let's jump into the next part of it where we talk about what we're wearing. <laughs> Kevin, you start us off. Sure. Uh, so I am wearing uh, a West Virginia jersey, number three. Uh, this was from uh, when I helped volunteer with the Sport Management Club uh, my senior year, helping out with the gear sale. And I remember I was able to get this jersey as a part of being helping out. And it's one of my favorites. It still fits over my body after uh, 11 years. And who was that back then? This jersey. So fun fact, this also this was Joe Mazzula's number when they were these jerseys. But uh, this was this is actually a women's jersey. Oh, yeah. So whoever wore number three. Uh, number three for the ladies. What year? Uh, back and find it. I'd all. have to go. So before we, before we were there, it'd have to be. Oh no, I'm not doing that again. Got, that took way got, too long. Yeah. So we'll look it up later. But that it's uh, it's a women's long, jersey. Um, it's a good. It's a number three jersey. I'm happy I have it. I intend on keeping all these ones that I have and framing them whenever I move into my own man cave. Or when your parents leave you that house when they move to California or Hawaii. That's it. It's also it's also the jersey number of one of the more famous Mountaineer basketball players. If you remember, we won the Big East the year he played. He oh, yeah. He took us, mm-hmm. Yep, he took us to the to the Elite Eight, and we, we got beat by Duke that year. Shout uh, out to we, Devin we Ebanks. Probably, yes, mm-hmm. that's it. No, no, no. No, it wasn't Devin. Yeah, no, wasn't Devin, Devin was three. Was he? No. There's, Are you sure? I don't but, think so. No. Butler was so, one. It was Butler Devin, was one. Okay. Devin okay. was three, and then Kevin Jones is five. KJ. Okay. Yeah. That, that was that was some great Big East teams. I loved basketball yes. back in those days. That right. That's yeah. a real baller. I can't wait days. for this basketball team this year, but that'll be. <laughs> that <laughs> what do you that think? is going to be think, fun. What do you think about your coach? Yeah. Whatever. He said. What he mean, said. He's. It's <laughs> done. It's <laughs> over. It's done. It's over. He understands the mistake he made again. And I said, I said it on the podcast several times. Doc, what in tar nations are you doing talking to a Cincinnati radio station? For what reason? There isn't any. But yeah. hey, there's, there's he, one word. It's called hubris. Is hubris? You know, he feels so entitled and so isolated and so insulated, and he proved it to be right. I mean, he's the most powerful man in West Virginia. The one reason I'll tell you this quick story, I love Huggins. You know, he was a graduate of our yeah. our college, mm-hmm. and he donates a lot of money. He raises a lot of money, and then he's he's really a, a great guy. I love but him. One of the he's things, fantastic when you actually talk with him. He's a great but one dude. Of the things, and he's real smart, too. He's really smart. One of the things that, that always intrigued me, though, was that, if you know, we had a lot of those players in our class, mm-hmm. and they would they would come to class, and they would, uh, you know, you know, do things that they may not have supposed to do based on their rules. And I would send a note to the coach every once in a while, hey, so-and-so missed class for a week or, you know, so-and-so didn't turn in paperwork or whatever. And finally, a player came to me one day and said, Doc, please, please don't send any more information to the coaches because they use that information to penalize us to, you know, they'll call agents and tell them they'll block us from, from talking to people. I mean, and I felt really bad. And ever since that guy talked to me, I never – Send any more information in to the coaches about that. I said, okay, you know, you're just like Kueva and uh, Mary. If you don't do your work, then you'll get what you get. You know what I mean? It's on you. You know, it's on you. Exactly. But, but listen, one other quick story about football. Think about this. 
we have one football player that was in my class and he was mm-hmm. accused he was accused of having someone uh, you know go online he was an online class and do his work for him the, the university asked me very politely to write a letter saying that he was you know cheating and that if i did that they could kick him out of the university of course i said wait a minute now how many students do i know who have somebody else turn into even if their girlfriend or their, their roommate or something like that you know go online Rewind. and do that exactly so and i didn't do that did it but guess what the guy is right now in the pros mm-hmm. and he's he's playing in pittsburgh so i said you know i, I said hey that is a strange thing how how time you know equalizes things a lot you know yeah. but back to the to, to hug us real quickly only one thing that I felt good about that situation is that I wanted to see him sweat a little bit because he made those players sweat all the time. You weren't in the gym today. You don't really know how to do this or whatever. So for once, you saw Huggins kind of, you know, pulling his, you know, shirt collar a little bit. Yeah, like but they, he was about to sweat. Everyone was like, oh, they're going to fire him. It's like, well, no, you're not because you're not going to fire the coach who is the best individual in the state. Plus, it is after the season. You want to go find a new head coach? No, you don't. You just had to go yep. find a brand new women's basketball head coach. You don't want to go find a men's and then lose all these recruits you just brought in. Yeah, no, you're not doing that. He's got two years left on his deal. Let him ride it out. He's probably going to retire after that. He's a Hall of Fame coach. And guess what? He's, <laughs> what, 60, almost 70 years old? 69. Grew, yeah, he grew up in a different time. He, yeah, and that's really just how it is. So yeah, yeah. just got to let it be at this point. Um, but I'll go continue our apparel stuff. I'm wearing humbly city of Boston after Jason Tatum said he was humbly one of the best players in the NBA that came back and bit him in the ass. Uh, that series against the heat. Oh God. Still can't get over that, but it's okay. What, what happened? What we happened? Sucked. We couldn't hit a three to save our lives. It seemed to me like, though, that the team was dominant at the end of the season. They were beating everybody coming and going. Yeah. What happened? Then, then they didn't beat the Knicks, though. We were there for that. Yeah, that was horrible. I didn't like that. But that was fun. I had a, we had a great time. That um, was a great trip. They just If they hit less than 40% of their threes, they lost. They have to hit over 40% of their threes. And their rotation was horrible down the stretch. Like, but – but the, t- to be honest with you, though, the player I think that was more responsible for losing the series than anybody was Marcus Smart. I mean, when you play those games, you have to have those role players come up big at least some of the games. And Marcus never played. Yeah, he, he did. He didn't play. He, oh, he, come on. He scored 24 points in one of the games that they won. Okay. And, he also and had tennis. He also was averaging almost a double-double in every single game. Well, so he was there I mean, performing. You had guys well, like Al Horford who couldn't shoot at all. He scored, I think, in the whole series against the Miami Heat, 20 points. 20 points from one of your best players. Do you blame the coach? No. I think I think down the down to the end, Joe Mazzula's first year coaching, and he lost his only player coach and Damon Stoudemire when he left to go to Georgia Tech. So he lost that individual that's experienced 
the NBA playoffs and how to run certain things. You lose that, it's a huge loss. That's why you saw the Celtics go and get Sam Cassell, and now they got Charles Lee. They have guys that have been in the NBA that have played at, you know, at high levels. Sam Cassell has a couple of NBA championship rings. He's been a, an assistant for, what we say, Kevin, like 14 years at this point wow. now. Yeah. So he knows how to run the offenses. He knows how to do things. So he's going to step in and you're going to see a lot of different things come up. I think this year where the Celtics team will be even better and get back to hopefully being a defensive oriented team instead of just a shoot the ball, run back, shoot the ball, run. Like, so we'll see, but you got a lot, is the one, of, a lot of things. Is, to the change. One, is the one kid going to stay with the team? I mean, he has a, Max contract offer is he sticking around? Well, he has one year left on his current deal, so he technically is stuck with the Celtics until at least next summer. In Jalen Brown, more than likely, he will they will sign him to that deal because he is a good side. You know, he and Tatum, depending on the day, are almost always neck and neck on mm-hmm. what they can do, but yeah, I. I saw Tatum in the Olympics, and he single-handedly helped us win the Olympics along with Kevin Durant. But, but Tatum, he was hitting shots from all over the in that, in that run for the uh, Olympic gold. So he, yeah. he made a believer out of me at that time. All right, so, Doc, why aren't you wearing West Virginia stuff, and what, what do you got on? Well, let me just say this. You know, listen to me. Now, this is not a good thing. You know, I left West Virginia under not the best terms, so we won't get into that. No, we won't. we won't go there. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I owned a home in West Virginia that somebody burnt down. It was uh, not a very pleasant experience. So my uh, my love for my my home state from time to time is I'm, I'm a little contorted. I'm a little, uh, uh, you know, unnerved about it, mm-hmm. even though I, I, I still have, uh, you know, my mom's house there and, and my family members live there. But San Diego State University, they play for the national championship. You're talking about a power five school that was were struggling to reach the pinnacle and they were they were able to do that they absolutely set the world on notice that a team that is a state university if you will uh was able to compete on the highest stage and they they just barely lost that game i think they they really could have uh connecticut just was, was just over overpowering for them you know it was an awesome game so now i'm rocking it San Diego State University. I hope you don't mind. I still have love for my Mountaineers, but you know I am a uh, Aztec for the night. There you go. <laughs> all right. So let's get into the the meat of the conversation. Uh, this is now all about Doc and Doc asking us questions, us asking questions to Doc, and seeing how this conversation goes. As you can probably <laughs> tell from how this podcast episode has been going. It's off the rails. We aren't even going to know where we're going to land at this point. We're just shooting in the Which dark. We were ready for. Oh, I was 100% ready for this. It's Doc. It's how it always is. I'm so excited <laughs> to have Doc no. finally on. Hey, but you know what? I really want to make a statement up front that I'm going to disappoint your listeners because uh, I had to. Um, to uh, censor a lot of my comments about you guys because I, I don't think your audience would would uh, be up for it. I mean, this show is not isn't is an R rated show. Some oh, you can say whatever you want. Oh, you can say no. what you can say whatever you would like. Just don't drop know. certain words because then that, that, <laughs> like certain words you can't say 
in general. So let's not say those words, but anything else, yeah. No, okay, all right. Well, I think I dropped at least one or two f bombs an episode. There's something comes up. You know, the f word is not as bad as it used to be. Everybody's using it. You know, that's true. So it's, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. It it's back universal. in my day, I know. Back in my day, you know, it was like the holy grail oh. of the worst thing you could ever even think of. And and now, you know, kids are using it in every language, and it just comes up almost in you know, you know, with the, the the f and a bunch of ends after it, or you know, ing. You know what I mean? And so they, you know, everybody knows what it is, no matter how you, you know, label it or uh, hyphenate it or you know, put it into uh, some type of a, uh, you know. <clears throat> oh. So talk to me. What's going on, guys? All right. So. Doc, I sent you a bunch of questions, like I said, um, and prior to the episode, we were talking about it. We'll we'll try to go through them all. Probably won't. We'll probably, like I said, derail at some point. That's Kevin's like specialty. Um, it is. You. It's awesome. It is fantastic. Usually, it gets us into a very good conversation. So I will throw that at you, Kevin. That's fantastic. Um, but I want to start off with from your time at West Virginia. What was your favorite memory as a professor there? I know this you know, is a tough one because there's a lot. Well, you know, when you think about it, this is really a, a serious question because I think a lot of people think about when you talk about your favorite Christmas or your favorite vacation. What you realize is that some of the things that were your favorite were the things that were re- repeated. You know what I mean? You repeated them. You know, every Christmas you had your favorite meal or your favorite uncle, your your grandma. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what what my favorite time was was any time I had a group of students who came along like you guys who I connected with, we developed a relationship. You came to my office. We were able to talk crap in class. You know, you all were beating up on me about <laughs> about the, the work I was trying to assign you or trying to get you all to uh, wait for me to grade your papers. Doc, you lost my papers. I, I heard no, that all the time. no, Merritt lost your paper. Oops. <laughs> I don't know where it but, went, Doc. Someone's paper's but, missing. But, you know, when you have students like you all were, you always get this good feeling. You get this feeling that, hey, these guys were raised right. They love sports. They have a, a goal in mind. They don't just come to college. Even though you played a lot and you're very, what I call, uh, you know, outgoing and, and charismatic, you know, maybe partied a little bit more than you needed to, but yeah. still, we I knew that you guys were going to be successful. So whatever I did for you was going to help you one day put a check in the bank, buy a car, or settle down and, and find you know somebody who was a life partner or whatever that. So to me, to be honest with you, and I'm I'm serious about that. I look back on that because if you look at my Facebook page and even the um, Zoom room that I had. You have no idea how many people tried to get into that Zoom room. I mean, they would tell Doc, "You got to get me in. You got to get me in," because they wanted to come and share my yeah. my parting moment with them. And so, to me, those are the kind of things that, and and just like when when you know Kevin his Zumba, I mean, you know <laughs> that that became almost a, a you know a noun. You know what I mean for everybody in class. You know we're gonna go Zumba. You know what I mean. And so. And Kevin was was able to create a whole following, a brand, you know. Mm-hmm. And so 
to me, I think those are the kind of things that really touch my heart as I look back on it because I knew I was living a unique experience being a black professor in a majority white university with majority white students who I was able to reach them personally, touch them and have them, you know, get close to me. And the things we shared uh, a lot of times weren't always the most pleasant thing. But to me, that's what was needed at the time. And because you all respected me, you went along with it. You didn't just say, hey, you know, heck with it. I'm just going to drop the class or, or whatever. You all stuck in with me. And sometimes, you know, that's all you can ask for. Well, I'll tell you this, Doc. Out of, we've had countless West Virginia people on this podcast with us. We've had Vince. We've had Steve. We've had Steph, uh, Lauren, um, Leland. We've had a bunch of us. Yeah. And we'll all agree. Yes, there are times, Doc, we did not see eye to eye with you. And we were confused on what we were doing or yelling at each other. But you, out of all the professors that we had at West Virginia within sport management program, we're probably the only professor that truly got us ready for what was life was going to be like after college. That's, 100%. That's a fact. 100%. I and my, uh, whenever we, I, so I do new trainings for my job and I do a lot of like new hire trainings. And uh, one of the things I do is talk about who inspired you. And I tell all my new hires, my stories about your class doc. And I tell them you were the only, you would drive us nuts with emailing us at nine 55 in the evening. Saying we had a five page paper due. <laughs> 12 hours later in which you just saw us at a sport management meeting. And I told him like, you were the only one that ever got me truly ready to understand. Like when you get into the real world, there's just going to be ish that you're going to have to deal with and you're going to have to figure it out whether you like it or not. And I carry that with me till this day. And I take that with uh, who the people that I hire. It's like, Hey, sometimes you just got to eat it. And but if you want it and you want to go ahead and move forward, you'll do what you're supposed to do and the work will speak for itself. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I appreciate yeah. thank I you. Always kudos thank to you. Thank you. That 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 means a lot to me. It means more than you can imagine. Because, you know, like I said, one of the things that I realized, this is true. Every time I looked at a class that came in, I would look at their GPA come into class. They were smart students. They were not dummies. You didn't we didn't let dummies into the sport. No management nope. program mm -mm. and and so to me i said what is the best contribution i can make to help these students move forward in a career and the number one thing that coming to my mind you have to make them uncomfortable mm. you've got to you've got to challenge them you got to make them think you got to make them sit down and, and 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 become defensive about what do i really know why do i really know when we ask you does sport build character you know what i mean and 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 participation trophies you know, the value of, you know, uh, minorities in coaching positions and why should we be advocating for, for those kind of things. All the things that we really got into on a deep level cause you to become uncomfortable, cause you to make you think, make mm. you challenge your own self. And when I got you sitting there challenging your own position on things, to me, that was a win for me. That was a win because it wasn't that you're going to be right or wrong. That was one thing you all realized. You know, Doc, what's the right answer? You know what I mean? You know, you right didn't even have an answer. Well, the, because the right answer <laughs> is the answer that you need 
that you need to find. You yeah. need to find those answers. You know what I mean? Because the answer today is not the answer tomorrow. It is like they say, today's price is not tomorrow's price. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the idea of how you all were able to be prepared to understand that you're not always going to be right, but darn it, you have to be prepared with the options that you can go through in order to succeed and move forward. And and you all did such a great job at that. And like I said, when when I saw this classes go and I went to the graduation, I just always went home on the way home and I, you know, kind of got a little teary-eyed. So wow, I hate to see those guys go. But I, to my surprise, you guys were able to stick in there with me and keep in touch and friend me on Facebook. And and you know, here it is. What ten years later, we're still you know communicating. That to me is a good thing. I think I've talked totally. to. You're probably the only presser I've actually ever continued talking to after leaving school at any level like yep to any agree. degree um you know it's it is funny my mom will actually bring up this picture all the time is a picture of doc and i right after graduation like right that. after we walked off the stage everything we're all in the back of the auditorium mm -hmm. like hanging out and just doc's big old smile on his face he's like <laughs> Thank God I don't have to deal with him anymore. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> well, you know what? well, at least you had Doc at your graduation. Doc, you had a prior engagement, so you weren't at mine. But I still, till this day, have the picture of when you met my parents and my sister. Remember that? Who oh came my to my, that was my sister's first ever college football game. She even went to wow. Rutgers, never went to any college football games. Wow. That wow. day when you saw me was her first ever college football game ever. Wow. And wow. my parents always talk about, oh, yeah, there's your professor. And then they always love it. And then like my parents still love going to football games till this day. So we always talk about that when we got to see you too. Wow. Wow. My parents are always like, how's, how's Doc? Uh, I'm like, you mean Doc? We don't call him anything else besides Doc. He's doing great. Last time He's I talked to him, like, like yeah. a couple but, months but, ago. But remember this, guys, and this is one thing. Merritt and I had a really big falling out. I mean, I don't know how we got over that. We had a major Oh, yeah, we yelled at each other. That was good. Oh, my goodness. Remember that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that was sure. good. I, yeah, I, I think I came crawling back with my tail between my legs going, okay, I screwed up. My fault. Let's go. <laughs> But you know what you did, though? You did go to the dean. So that was one thing I really value and appreciate. Okay. No, there's no reason to go go to higher yeah. ups. It was between you and me. I'm not bringing in the dean or the other person we don't want to mention because none of us like him um, at all. So yeah, <laughs> no, there was no reason to go to them. So that's none. funny. That's what's funny because, you know, we, um, I would always have a bet with my family. I said, okay. Within three weeks of the class, I'm going to have one student that's going to go to the dean, at least one. And, you know, I knew it was going to happen. You know what I mean? We don't know what's going on. He's not following the syllabus. I don't, you know, we don't, you know, did we have anyone go to the dean on in cl our class? I don't think so. I, don't, I, think, I know my class definitely didn't. I don't think my class you, did either. bet your ass that we had hella surveys on Doc. And you presented oh, the next God. Semester, And I'm like, oh, shoot. There's mine up there. And then everybody, <laughs> yours was right under mine. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, Remember? yeah. Y'all y'all said some terrible things about me. And I'm oh, yeah. right up there, too. He's oh, not 100%. organized. He's not organized. The guy yeah, everyone, 
everyone would blame Doc for not being organized. And then I became his like teaching aide for a semester. And I'm trying to organize his office. And I'm just like, Doc, these papers are from 10 years ago. I, I just don't need them. Why do you still need papers from 10 years ago? Are you regrading them like now? Like, what, what the hell? But you know what? It's a funny thing about that. I still have a lot of those papers. And when I, yeah, when I look at them, I think to myself, where are these students now? And I like to look at their papers and kind of compare what they're doing now and see if I can see a glimmer of of what they wrote about and what how they thought that oh, would man. give me an indication of, of their pathway to success. And, you know, Audra Watson, Audra Watson, one of the first, you know, I can just start throwing names out that I just remember their work and the mm -hmm. value and the quality of their work and how that, I mean, it was Kevin. Kevin was a hell of a writer. I mean, he was able to write really well. And I always appreciated his work because he really, he didn't make any bones about it. You know, Doc, I'm your best Filipino student you got. I think I probably, you're, am I, let me be honest, Doc, am I your only, only Filipino student? I have to be. I'm a, I gotta be a legendary status. I think you, I think you I, have. And, I and, had and Mary, to have been the only practice player. <laughs> no, I think you're, what, what always um, was relevant to me is you know, you, you, your, your diabetes and oh, yeah. how you're, you know, how you were always trying to, you know, make sure that you had your sugar balance and, you know, those kind of things. And so that, that kind of made me feel a little, not feel a little bit sympathetic towards you oh, because I thought, but, dog. because, well, because I knew that, uh, you know, as a young kid, you know, having that, that was a lot of discipline to mm -hmm. manage that and to, be able to do all the things you did from from a class and your activities and your work and, and being a practice player. So I had a lot of empathy, I guess I should say, for you and, and your position. So when you got a little hyper, I just kind of blamed it on your. Uh, yeah, you know, that, yeah. There was a lot of. Did you, did you just put insulin in? The fuck? Yeah. Did you say that to me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. I guess I'll just go to the corner and put insulin in. <laughs> oh, that oh. was funny. All right, so Kevin, do you want to ask any question uh, on the list, or do you want to just? No, yeah, we're going, we're going, we're going down the, we're going down the the questions. Doc, what was your most memorable time with myself and Merritt in class that you could remember? Well, you know, one of the uh, most memorable times is when you all were doing your your presentations, and how you know you up there doing your presentations and I was really trying my best not to, not to, you know, get too emotional with you guys because, but for some reason you all were just really not prepared. And so, you know, Oh yeah. I had to kind of embarrass you in front of your peers and, you know, you, you guys really didn't like that. And I thought to myself, you know, what are they going to do? How are they going to react to it? Oh yeah. And then Doc so, would start yelling at us in the middle of a presentation. Well, Go sit I, down. Go sit I will. Down. I will never forget the infamous where you gave like the person who was in the front the index cards of how much time was, left. was left, and it would go from four minutes and thirty seconds to twenty seconds, and you're like, "Uh," and the like, presentation's done. Yep, I remember that, and I would tell you all, "Sit, sit down. That's enough. You know, you're done." I just you know, remember walking, not, walking up and going, yet. going like, "I." 
cool. You see my presentation? I'm walking away. I, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm just remember not... that. Remember that? Oh my goodness, Merritt, uh, you did that. You did, I did. that. I did. Oh. I literally walked up and said, Doc, I don't have this done because I'm supposed to go tomorrow. And you're like, Well, I'm having you go today. I'm like, oh, I don't have it with me. So I'll do it tomorrow. And I sat back down and Doc just stares at me like, What the what? Like, what? And I'm going, Yeah, sorry. Oh, we deal had, with it we, tomorrow. Yeah, we had we had more than uh, one incident like that, oh, but you know, but you know, I really uh, think about that and how it was in, indicative to me that you all were very busy students. You had a life. You really had a life. You and you weren't just sitting at the bar or out at the clubs. You all were doing, you know, work with the sport management club. You were tutoring. You were working you know, with, with folks at the rec center, you're doing a lot of things that I thought was very worth your academic time. And so that's why you still got an A out of my class. Definitely appreciate, definitely. Thank God for that A. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, because I was not getting an A in Professor Lee's class. <laughs> Hell oh. no. I mean, yeah, I never could get an A in her class. I swear I always got away with B minuses for one. Dude, I got reason. B's in that class or a B minus. Yeah. I was happy. That was tough. <laughs> God, that yeah, was but so it, hard. Uh, that's interesting. Well, the best yeah. though, my, my favorite memory of Doc was when it was, oh, it was the smaller class. I can't remember what class it was. It was like an that evening. Was, uh, yep, that was the uh, um uh, the the class on um the writing class was it the writing the issues, class issues the issues yeah issues sports class. issues yeah sports, sports issues. issues of sport yeah yeah and it was myself and shadow were in the class and apparently we had a presentation that day <laughs> and shadow and I walked into class everyone else is like dressed business casual whatever. I'm wearing a soccer jersey. Shadow's wearing a soccer jersey. We both walk in and we go, is there a presentation? Oh, there's a big thunder storm. Oh, thunder's cup rolling in. Yes. Um, and Doc's like, yeah, you have a presentation. I go, when? Today. Okay. Well, I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> and Shadow and I both look at each other going, did you know we had a presentation? No, no, no. Um, and Doc, that leads into the story I was going to tell you before is <laughs> you can't get mad at us now because one, Shadow is no longer with us. Rest in peace. Um, sad, sad for that one. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that class, Shadow didn't write his paper. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> what? Who no. wrote it? I did. It was a paper I wrote for Dr. Bravo's class and Shadow took the same, like, and he, we weren't in the same Dr. Bravo class. So we had no idea about my paper, but I had written a paper about racism in soccer. And that's what he wrote about in your class. So oh. I was like, Shadow, do you just want to take this and like see what it is? He literally showed me the paper the day he passed it in. It didn't change a thing. Oh my God! Can you believe that, Doc? Oh my goodness! Now, now I'm getting mad. What what happened to him, by the way? Car accident. Um, yeah, I, it was like 2014, 2015. He was in a, a car accident out in uh, San Diego. Now, what was his full name again? 
Oh. Now we had a nickname for him. Shadow. Shadow was, Shadow was the nickname, but it yeah. was like Shadow Sabele or yeah, something it, like that. Yeah, he was awesome. I loved him. Yeah. Great guy. Tall, tall, tall guy. Yeah, about my height. I would say and a little shorter than me. Soccer. Did he play soccer? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You yep. know, whenever, whenever he died, I thought it was Ray Gaddis who, who it was. You know what I mean? But but it was uh, oh, yeah. it was not. Yeah, I got the, those two mixed up. That's that's yeah. That that's that's really sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, but that's really not good that you. I was helping out a fellow student. Yeah, you cheated. That's a shame. Hey, you literally just said who didn't do that? Like twenty, not even twenty minutes ago. So don't even try to get on that high horse of yours. S M H. S M H. I say that to this day, Doc. When somebody comes SMH. up to me and says something stupid, S M H. Or now my new thing is sad face. That's my new one. Mm. You like that one more? Yeah. I hear you say sad face more. Yeah, I've I've been going on with the sad face because I was like, yeah, that's instead of having a sad face, I'm just gonna say it, sad face. Mm. So let me ask you this question: since here we go, all been oh, let's go. me. Why are you all going to all these stadiums together? Uh, that's costing you all tons of money. You could be saving for your retirement, putting away for, you know, buying a new car, buying whatever. You all are just spending that <laughs> Doc, we are entertaining yourselves. How it is not. It is far? not that much money. Truthfully, it's not that bad. We like, are. Let's. It's really not that much. But uh, I thought of the segment as uh something to do. As a part of the podcast, like a spinoff, it is called We Out Here. And it's just, we were just going out and uh, it would started when we went to Pittsburgh Overall, last yeah. year. I was going to say, it started there. It started there. And then, you know, me and Merritt just kind of put our heads together. I'm like, what if we just kind of like, when we go to a sporting event, just kind of document our time there and, you know, show us, show us around something different, something cool. And... That's where it started. I it's there haven't been too many. We haven't spent like a lot, a lot of money, uh, going out. It's the brawl pretty is average. What spends the majority of our money. That the, probably was yeah. That was probably the one that was the most was the backyard brawl. This but how many stadiums have y'all gone? How many stadiums have y'all gone to? We've done pit. Well, together we've done Pittsburgh. We've done Brooklyn. Yep. We've done the Islanders. And we did the Boston. Garden. TD Garden. And then Kevin's gone to Philly. He's done a couple of wrestling ones on his own. And then I did. I went to the national championship when I was yep. on vacation. Oh, did you? Yeah, you went yeah, there. Football. It was a spectacle. I was like, wow. One, so many Section beautiful women. 500, top and of the stadium. It was at the top wow. of the stadium. And it was a torrential downpour that day. The most rain that California got in like months. Hey and guys, I, uh, go ahead. I just found out that my um, phone is about to die here, so I, you know I don't know. If okay, I need to go charge it, or because if I get if it goes blank, you know that uh, my charger, my phone well, battery, battery went down. All right, so how about this then, Doc? We'll wrap it up for you so that you don't your battery doesn't die and that we don't lose you. The last question I want to ask, and Kevin can ask another one too, of course is will you be at the Backyard Brawl this year in West Virginia? The answer is probably hell no. 
God damn it. You know, that just makes me sad because the next, the follow up question to that is, would you have a beer with us? But now you're not going to uh, be there. So. Well, listen, uh, when you all were at the pit game, I ran into you. We had a nice time. We grabbed the beer. True. We had a nice talk. If we could get together before the game early, what time? When are you all getting into town? Do you have tickets? Um, yeah, I, I yes. have season tickets for West Virginia now. Officially. Oh, really? Yeah, I bought seasons this year. Um, but we are going, we're coming in. I projected we're coming in uh, Friday. Yeah, we're we're sh- we should be in Morgantown by like eleven afternoon. or twelve o'clock. In an afternoon. Yeah, no, for, like in the morning or, or real early afternoon that on that Friday before the game. Uh, is the game on Friday? That was on Saturday. Saturday is the game, but we get in oh, okay. the day before so that we can get everything we need, and then we can start tailgating at six a.m the next day oh really oh yeah i'm bringing a griddle we're we're gonna we're going all out doc this is well tell me well tell me this what when is the game 7 p.m 7, on saturday the 19th 7 the 16th okay whatever. on the, uh, september 16th yes sir yeah i'm going you know i'm going to africa i think the next that next week but i'd love to get together with you before the game you know yeah. if i can drive down hang out with you guys, and then I can leave and get back home in time to watch the game at home. I can, I'll, I'll do yeah. that. Or if you want to come down Friday, we'll be there Friday. So come on down too. We're gonna do okay. dinner or something. Well, okay. Well, you know, we'll we'll see. I maybe it, it just depends. Just depends. But it sounds like a a great opportunity. And I want to thank you guys for having me on your show. I hope it's not the last time. I, I, I appreciate the fact that you all are so innovative and creative. I always talk about being entrepreneurs using your your skills as a manager and an executive to you know create wealth to generate you know uh opportunity out of the talents that you have well this hasn't made us money yet so we haven't made the wealth part yet we'll we'll get there we're working on that (laughs) well my, my advice to you is do a better job of keeping up with your classmates that are doing well you know i i you know you need to cultivate those friendships so that Hey, I hear you at the the Panthers. I hear you at the, the Denver. You know what I mean? Do keep up with those folks. Even with McAfee, you know, he'll come, he'll come I've on. Tried. He'll, he'll on the show. Well, yeah, but but you know, you have to build a relationship. You don't just go on there and say, "Hey, come on my show." You have to, you know. I, on LinkedIn. I reached out and asked. We asked for advice on how we could slowly get better at at what we've done. I haven't heard back, and that was a, a year ago. Well, but he is. It is growth spurt as well. You know, when people are going up, a lot of times they're under pressure, they're challenged, and they're they're, they're enjoying the the glory. It's going to their head. They're you know you know, I you know think that's going to his head. Uh, you know, so you know they they do a lot of that kind of stuff, and then but after they get there for a while, then they get settled in, and then all of a sudden they can start. The other thing too, you need to start looking at some of the WVU athletes that are out there. You know, get some of those rascals. On your show, that that can get you get you places, but I uh, I think it's great. I, I I'm I'm going to try to listen to you if you send me the uh, link to to the show. When does it air? Um, whenever our producer can get it out, which is typically by Fridays. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, they they go in and they edit it and then they get it sent out. Yeah. Thank God we have a producer because I'm horrible at that stuff. Well, you know that that's a good thing that that you you do that. But once again, thank you so much for having me on. I just appreciate you so much. I will make it a point, uh, if the Lord's willing, 
to catch up with you guys when you come in town for the Pitt West Virginia game. Remember what I said though, Mountaineers are going to rock and roll this year. All right, Doc. We will. Absolutely. That'll be a clip on Facebook and or not Facebook, Instagram. Wow, I can't believe I said that. Um, but Doc, it's always a pleasure to see you talk with you. Sure. Um, definitely, this is not the last time we'll have you on at all. Maybe we'll just and maybe we should just do a a, a quote unquote roast of Doc. That would be fun. No, we, I don't think so. What if we did a roast, Kevin? Oh my! Oh I my. mean. We technically have the some material already. If oh, I we have. We we have material. Our friends that have been on this podcast that were in sport management have material. Doc, we could, and then you could blast us back too. You have plenty of material on us. Hey, well, listen. What happens to me though, to be honest with you, is I get the bad stuff. I remember all the good stuff about you guys. So oh, we remember, uh, we remember good stuff. We remember oh, good stuff. We remember good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, so I, of course. So I can't. I can't. I can't roast you because I'll just say nice things about you. Oh no, you won't. No, you, you'll you'll get us. That's Doc would literally destroy me. I feel like he would just come right after yeah. me. Yeah, he'll what, definitely he'll I, definitely go after you for oh, sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. What I was what I was worried about is why do you always have a beard? That's my only my last question to you. Why do you always have a beard? If I can come grow on. it, why why not? Because you I know, I also you, don't like not being clean shaven. It's just not a. It's just not. I have to be clean shaven. That's a that's a Kevin thing. For that's sure. a Kevin thing. Merritt has the beard. My wife also will not let me shave my beard off because. She's never seen me without facial hair. And when I've gone down really low, like literally almost to nothing, she looks at me like, who are you? So we keep the beard. So so it's a macho thing. Then I, that's all I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> that out of all that I just said. It's a macho thing. Oh, my goodness. See, I can't. Uh, Kevin, you, 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 you understand it. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Doc, it's been a pleasure. We'll see it's you soon. Pleasure, Doc. Real, yes, sir. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Doc. Oh boy, Doc's oh, still there. He's still trying. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so, so guys, that's Dr. Jones, the yeah. infamous Dr. Jones that we've brought people on, and they always say, What is your best doc moment? That's Doc, and he honestly, he I'm delivered. not gonna lie to you guys, he delivered. If you guys are. Were ever in our sport management classes, yo, Merritt. Honestly, I felt all the vibes like literally flashing back as we're staying as he's telling us everything. Kevin, when he when he started going into his the WMBA spiel, I just sat I like, there. Oh my god! And here we go. Picture sitting in that desk, you sitting here, both of us either playing. Sed- doing Sudoku or Temple or, Run or Temple Run and then Eric just getting all pissed off and leaving and Leland just kind of sitting there going uh-huh yeah mm-hmm I I could it literally just all flash back to sitting in that dungeon of a room on the second floor at the Coliseum and it's the room that has no windows so pretty much you're screwed if it was you're a dungeon. dying uh, it was a dungeon but at like, the same time shout out to Doc He's he's the reason that reunited myself and Merritt and all of our store yep. management friends. Uh, for anyone, y'all gotta definitely listen to this episode. You guys will enjoy this one. And oh, this is a this it. is a hoop. This is uh, this will be one that 
I think I'm going to have, once it's put out there, I'm going to have to blast this out to all the WVU people that are in my phone, in our contacts. Do this it. Is, we, this need is the, we need the views up anyway. This is 100% going out to everybody. So please, it's going to be hysterical to listen to. Um, you know, anyone that knows Doc, even if you don't know Doc, you're, you're going to laugh. It's we we didn't even get a chance to go through like the rest dude, of the questions because there's some great questions you had. So we're gonna we're gonna need to bring him back. We have to because there's so many good. I want him, and I wanted I, him to ask, see what other questions he was gonna ask. Yeah, us. I was so mad we didn't get to talk about the question that he asked. I'm like, well, well, how well did, what we did, well, well, but how we did this. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. So All right, well, an, let's just answer that question because Doc asked the question prior, so. If Doc listens to us, hopefully he does. He Maybe will. he don't. So, um, go ahead, Mary. So before the podcast started, Doc asked this question: How did y'all do this? How did y'all create a podcast? Kevin, you started answering it, and then we were like, "Wait, wait, wait! We should answer this while we're rolling." So, Kevin, answer the question of yes. how we started this podcast. So we started this podcast, which came out of inspiration of his infamous Zoom rooms that Doc invited myself and Merritt to be a guest on for his one of his sport management classes. So myself and Merritt were scheduled one day uh, to be a guest on his Zoom room. Merritt presented, I presented. We had another girl that presented as well. So it was the, the three of us that were presented at the same time. And pretty much from there, it was like Merritt and I have always kept in touch but that was like the first time I I got to see Merritt like just in a while, other than yeah, like besides like seeing posts on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time, and then the second time that was like the second time because I think you came and visited me when I was at the stadium. Yeah, because my wife, days. my wife and I went to the Patriots Jets game like in twenty twenty one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So with that. Um, I'm pretty, you know, we got together to meet up and can reconnect as in a sense. And then you reached out like maybe a couple weeks later, like, would you be interested in doing the sports podcast? And I was like, oh uh, yeah, I just don't know what the hell we have to do. And I'm pretty sure it just ended up being, all right, well, I talked to my buddy, like he said, we got to get this and this. And then you go, all right, here's what I've ordered the next week. All right, cool. I ordered mine. And then we're like. Okay, so what do you want to record? Oh, Tuesday? All right, cool. Let's do Tuesday. Tuesday came, we recorded, and that was the first episode. Then it became the second, and then the third. Then it became episode 10, episode 20. Oh, we have this guest? Let's get this guest on. Oh, let's go this. Let's get this guest on. Oh, Kevin, you're going to do it from location? Cool, I'm going to get this guest on. And now we are literally on episode... 80. Hold on. Is it definitely 88 for sure? 88, man. Yeah. We would be at, so we would technically be, at, I think, at like an 80. Yeah, yeah. This is, right yeah, now. Is, yeah. Because it would have been an 89, but we missed one week. We took a week off because of traveling and we have lives. We, we aren't always going to be able to record. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky that we were able to when we can. Um, yeah. So 88 like, episodes. We are a podcast that has 88 episodes. Yeah, I don't think I've ever like 
thought I'd even have one. And yeah. remember, I I showed you that post. It was like, you know, some podcasts end after episode two. So if, you, if you're really good, you'll end at episode five. If you're really good, you'll get to episode 10. We're at 88. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Humbly at 88. Hey, you know, I'm happy where we're at. Like we were saying with Doc, like we would love to get to the the next level where this makes us money. But honestly, this is one of the, it's like a hobby to me now where it is just fun. Like I love, you know, I I tell Ashley, like, hey, I got my podcast. Okay, well, have fun. All right, bye. (laughs) It's just one of those things where it gets you away from your day-to-day grind. And the jobs that you and I have, they're a grind. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes they're great. We love them. Sometimes they suck. But there's days where I just hate my life because of certain things in my life, not just job related. It's work life related. And this podcast is a release for that. And it's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Unreal. So what definitely what we're going to definitely have to get Doc back on. But um, yeah, what else do we got? Is that is that? All I don't think we missed anything. I don't think we missed anything besides asking Doc like seven more questions. Um, but he had to go. Yeah, because his phone was about to die. We got to make sure he uh, why is that man his cell phone? Why that man didn't have it on his computer is beyond me. Like, come on, Doc. Hey, he he's hip out here. He's he's doing it on his AirPods. He's a hip. Yeah, well, that's true. He is hip. Like, Do, do you remember when uh? The Zoom room because he had the huge headphones that are bigger than yep. both of our heads is crazy. I was like, "What are you? What is that?" And he's just yelling. Love it. That was great. I love it. That's but that's talk for you guys. So enjoy. Honestly, enjoy this one. Um, I honestly think it'd be funny if we could do a roast, but a nice oh, roast. I have an idea, but I'll tell you it all. All right, there. let's talk about it after we, we finish recording. So, Kevin, I think that's all we've got. Andrew's not here with us, so he can't tell us that we if we messed up or screwed up on anything we talked Bad about. Face, Andrew. <sighs> and he won't be here next week. And he won't be next here the three weekend. Three weeks. Yeah, he he leaves Friday for Czech Italy? Republic. Czech Republic. I, I can't remember where he's flying to, but we'll ask him and he'll hear this and tell us that we're idiots that we don't remember these things. Um but yeah, he's gone for study abroad for three weeks um, over in Europe. So living the dream, man. Living enjoy that. Dream. Stay safe out there, Andrew. We we need you to come back. Um, mainly because one, you're my brother-in-law and I like you. And two, because you're the producer of this show and we'll fall apart without you. And also, yeah, we all we're going to the backyard brawl together. So like we definitely need you back ASAP Rocky. Or if you somehow don't come back, Kevin has an extra ticket to bring somebody else. Sad face that that would happen, but that would be very huge. Sad face. Oh, let's see what's going on in this game. Yeah, what's the score? I have no idea. All right. Well, while we're uh, Merritt is watching the finals right now, and oh shit! Uh Oh, Uh, Miami is up fifty-one to forty-two with a minute twenty left in the first half. Okay. All right. Well, first half, guys. All right. So apparently, Bam's had a big first half. That's why. Oh, well, bless Bam out of bio. Shout out to him. So, 
outro time it is because it's 9.37 and Merritt needs to go to the gym in the morning and very possible that I'm going to be going to the gym in the morning as well. Shout out to my team, Vicious and Delicious, at, at as my team at my gym. Shout out to you guys. But I digress. Outro time. So if you want to go ahead and watch this podcast with Dr. Jones, make sure you watch it on our YouTube page, the Manly Musings Podcast. Make sure you also, if you want to just listen to us, feel free to subscribe to us at, as we are on all streaming platforms, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, we are on Amazon Prime, and we are on Google Play. Is that correct, Merritt? Yes, we are on everything but Pandora, I'm pretty sure. Everything but Pandora, so boom. Now... We're big on Instagram. If you want to follow us on Instagram, follow the podcast at the Manly Musings Pod. You can follow Merritt's Instagram at Merritt underscore P. You can follow my Instagram at KQuava624. Make sure you like and subscribe to us. We'd love to hear your comments other than just Cyrus's comments. And so with that, come up with a middle name for my child. There you go. If anybody has any ideas for Merritt's child, a middle name. Clip this. Yes, we'll clip it up and we'll figure it out from there. But yes, 939, it's time for us to go to bed. Happy Monday, and we'll see you all next week. Peace, Peace. y'all.